Welcome to MTG Ectoplasm, your home for spirit, tribal, and magic the gathering. I'm your host, Dwight, aka DeBlanco, a medium that wears an extra extra large. You can reach out to me on Twitter at MTG Ectoplasm, or you can email me at mtgectoplasm at gmail.com. Let me know how am I doing. Am I doing a good job, a bad job, or maybe I shouldn't quit my day job? Now, like I ask each and every single episode, do me a favor, hit that follow, like, subscribe button. I don't know where it is on the streaming service you're using. It could be in the upper, upper and right-hand corner, lower left-hand. It's important. There's a thing called algorithms, and if you don't do it, it doesn't get shared with other people. So speaking of sharing, share this episode with your friends and family because this is a very, very solid episode that I don't want you to miss, and I don't think you want others to miss as well. So I want to bring in the young lady who does the background. She does the little doodads and doohickeys. The only thing I do is try to look handsome for you. Uh, she's the one who uh, came up with this little logo right here and did everything else for me. So let me bring in the one, the only, the the individual I call the ravishing one. Hello. The ravishing Renata. How are you doing there, ravishing? Hello. I'm you, doing okay. You got a little ahead of yourself, but that's okay. You're excited for today's episode, aren't you? Yeah, it's going to be a good one. You know, we've had this young man on several times, right? Yes. And, you know, he's given us some straight up great knowledge, great insight. You know, like I couldn't ask anything more from a a wonderful guest. Nope. So uh, we're going to be talking specifically for those who don't know, if you probably hit that thumbnail, we're going to be talking about modern. Um, You have any thoughts on modern at the moment? No. Okay. Well, there you go. She has no thoughts on modern. And I don't blame her because, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, let's be honest and sincere with one another. Pioneer is the, you know, the cat's meow right now because of the RCQs. And the reason why I had to bring on this guest is because the fact that, you know what, spirits right now in modern could be in a better place. Now, honestly and realistically, is it a tier one deck? Well, Dr. Katz and I, the young man who I'm bringing on to the show, will be discussing these and furthermore so let me bring in the young man who's sitting there kicking names taking ass making his opponents a boo sheet the one the only the incomparable dr Katz. how you doing there dr Katz? dwight i am doing pretty well today um the only thing is it is 81 degrees here in new york and fortunately where i my computer's in the top room in my house so it's kind of hot up here but otherwise i am i'm doing good yeah, normally we would have you here visually on the screen, but today because you're in a uh, remote location where you're ha- having access issues, uh, I'm glad I still can have you on. Uh, for those who don't know, yeah. you, they can find you on Twitter at DrCats11. Uh, you know, you can reach out to that young man there, or uh, you can find him at Jupiter Games in Binghamton, New York. Correct. Hey, hey, oh, hey, how you doing? Absolutely. So, Dr. Kitts, you know, it's been a while. It's been, what, almost three to four months since I had last year had you on the show, right? Mm-hmm. And we were discussing, you know, 2021 was the year of spirits. Everything was going away, our way. We had tons and tons of spirits that did nothing for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I remember And now that. we're coming to 2022 where there's a deficit of spirits, except for Kamagawa that got released that did nothing for us. Yay. <laughs> yep. So. You know, we're still waiting for that one minute uh, for me. I'm waiting for Peekaboo to finally make its appearance. If Watsi's listening, and I, you better be watching, listening, especially you, Mauro, because I know you probably <laughs> doesn't that teaser tomorrow. But I, I you know, 
I'm hoping for some good things. So I guess let's get into the thick of things, right? Because I think you and I are basically in agreement. Modern spirits, you know, I think spirits is in a very, very good position. Unfortunately, it's not in the top 10, which people consider their tier one uh, list. Correct. So yeah. what do you think of the uh, spirits that currently in the current meta? Yeah, uh, honestly, Joy, that's what I'm here to talk about today. Like, because it's everybody knows the spirits as a deck and pioneer. You know, mm-hmm. Lot, Watsy knows spirits as a deck and pioneer. They're printed. Not just one. There's three. Three. There's three now. Yeah, and and each of them has their role. You know, yep. Mono Blue counters big mana and control and um, very good against Bond of Green Devotion. Recently, we've seen Banner Spirits performing better because um, it performs better against decks like Ruble Heavy decks like Rakdos Midrange, is it Phoenix mm-hmm. can catch up with Collected Company. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to go too deep into Pioneer because that's not what I'm here to talk about. But, no, 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 I hear you. But but the point is that people know Spirits is a strong deck in Pioneer. People kind of doubt its viability in Modern. And what I'm here to say is Spirits isn't, you know, I'm not here to say Spirits is the best deck in Modern or like, but I was thinking about how I would describe it and I would say it's a rogue deck, but it's a sleeper pick. Mm-hmm. And, and what I mean by that is it has actually pretty good game against the top 10 modern decks right now. If you're playing mm-hmm. like a fully upgraded modern spirits deck with other vile and the like, but you have to play very tight. You have to play very well. You have to sideboard correctly. You have to have a good sideboard. You have to mulligan correctly. There's a lot of tight lines, but, but I found it rewarding. You know, I've had a few five O's recently. My last league, was a four one. I think before that was another four one. So, you know, I've I've had trouble moving away from modern when I've been doing well in it. So, that's what I'm here to talk about. And I and I think spirits is, I think spirits deserves respect in modern mm-hmm. more respect than it's given. And I'd like some new cards to come out to boost, bolster the archetype. But I, but I'm here to talk about why the deck as it exists now is still pretty damn strong. Well, you're one of the few people that actually can continue playing the deck, and it proves to be a winner. It doesn't lose. I've actually gone to my LGS, you know, just free for all. And let me just tell you, it just wins. It doesn't, you know, there are moments where there are bad matchups. It, I don't care sure. what deck you play. There's always going to be bad matchups. But in the current meta, I don't care what anybody says. This deck, to me, I think we can beat that, you know, 50% of the decks out there. No answers about about it. The other 50%, honestly, they're going to be tough matchups. And I think there are other key cards in the past or in our toolbox, shall I say, old spells that we've used in the past that we need to bring in to make that deck more viable. Now, at the same time, this is the time as an individual where you need to sharpen your skills. Uh, I want to believe, you know, I'm under the impression that a lot of pressure can make you into a diamond, a diamond player. So the question is, how much pressure are you willing to put on yourself to take on the challenge of spirits? Learn the exactly. deck, be innovative, be creative, find the lines, those intricacy lines that you were talking about, and mm-hmm. seek and get the victory. And, and and let's think about this, Kay, and that's this what this podcast is for in my mind today is two things, two purposes, kind of like why what I want to talk about. One is why spirits is a good choice in modern or at mm-hmm. least a solid respectable choice and for pioneer players who look at modern they're like hey that format looks kind of neat 
it probably wouldn't be that expensive to upgrade your deck. You know, Vile's really cheap right now. All the core, if you have the spirits from Pioneer, you've got 70% of the deck built. The sideboard's pretty inexpensive. There are some pricey cards like Force of Negation, Fetch Lands, but you can even kind of budget your way without that in the beginning mm-hmm. and build into it later. And you'll have a solid deck that you can go to a local game store, even an RCQ. And if you play tight enough and you're lucky, you might hit top eight, mm-hmm. you know, or even win. So that that's what I'm here to talk about. No, I hear you. It's like, it's like you bring up a good point right now. Uh, Fetch Lands, I mean, yeah, they're pretty pricey. You know, I mean, I'm assuming between 35 to 45 bucks. You know yep. each one, so you need a four, a four of that. That's like a you know a buck twenty five to buck thirty right there. Then yep. you're talking about you know uh, eight vials, fifteen dollars a pop right now. So that's mm-hmm. another sixty dollars. So that's almost two hundred dollars right there investment. And then I would have to say Cavern of Souls. You know you you need it's more <sighs> yeah. to get the Cavern of Souls. I, it's it <laughs> that's tough. Like Cavern, yeah, it's 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 really good. And I'm not yeah, gonna lie, it is it is important. It, it's important when the top deck in modern is a deck that has four counter spell. But you, you can get by without it reasonably right. and still do well if you want to mm-hmm. be budget. But yeah, if you're if you're playing at the highest level, yeah, you need cavern. Well, I mean, you've already invested enough in you know in spirits. What you know, and I you know, I know people are on a budget, but I mean, what's another two fifty? You know what it's, I mean? Like you know, it's I funny to see it that way. I just ordered um, a place out of the new Ethervile and the foil apparitions and the new Cura. I, <laughs> I foil just apparitions out of curiosity. The foil. Time? There's a. I don't know if you've seen it. There's a foil apparition art. It's a alternate. It's it's beautiful. It's like a a woman ghostly figure with like a little pickaxe and she's like on a mountain oh you're talking about skyclave apparition the, yes the promo i already got the playset of that i already got the yeah playset. i just i just picked up myself a playset of those i got the secret uh, um secret layer queller i've got the new vial so i'm all those. bling i'm all blinged out i'm excited to go well, to the, my LGS the, the ones week. i'm desperately to get my hands on is the uh the new alternative arts well the full art foil Sky Skycleave apparitions. No, uh, selfless spirits. Oh, from I want Justine those so bad. Jones. Oh, I, I want those so badly, dude. I I don't know if you know. I bid it on her artwork to try to win it and uh, hang it in my house. I lost by fifty bucks. Damn, that's yeah. so close too. Yeah, I'm, I'm so. You know, upset. it's <clears throat> it's funny because I was listening to some other people talk about it, and they were like. Yeah, the first promo was like Nykthos, that's sick, but like Selfless Spirit, wow, it's such a dumb, weak card. And it's like, oh, come on now. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes, keep on thinking that because you'll put that on eBay and guess whose little dumbass is going to buy it? This guy. Me too. Yeah. Fine. As long as it doesn't go over 100 bucks, that's how I'm, that's my budget right now. If it doesn't oh, God, go over I, 100 bucks. 100 for, for a playset or individually, are you saying? Well, you know. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm buy them individually for ninety dollars. More power to you. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm an idiot. You know, my, my, you know, what the wife don't know won't hurt her. Oh gosh, <laughs> we'll keep mm-hmm. those secrets then. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, well, the worst part is the engineer is my wife, and she's looking at me right now, like, mm-hmm. Yep. You got to say anything, Ravishing? Go ahead. Okay. That, that that means I'm in the doghouse. So guess what? That couch is gonna be nice and warm tonight. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's get into this, righty? What to, uh, you know, with our deck and let's say just the Azorius build, okay? Because like I, I, you play more. You, you do. You, well, let me ask you: What do you feel more viable right now in the meta, the Bant or the Azorius? For me, I say the Azorius. Yeah, um, 
I think both are okay choices. I, I, I had a recent 5-0 with Bant, I think a little bit mm-hmm. less than a month ago. I was just I almost never play Bant, but I was like, you know, I feel like casting Collector Company today. I'm probably just should have just played Pioneer, but I got a 5-0 and um it's Bant's fine, but the problem with Bant are really just two things. One is I don't want to cast Coco often when there's so many counter spells in modern that does make it pretty hard to resolve as right. a four mana spell. Um and the other thing is in Bant, you're relying more on mana dorks, and that opens you up to Fury. Mm-hmm. Um, which, like, if you play something like turn one, Noble Hierarch, turn two, like, Wander, and, like, Shalgeist or something, you can just be blown out. And I, yeah. and I, and I don't like to put myself in those situations, so, like, I prefer to play Azorius because you can play a more flash-tempo game with Vile, and it's a little easier to play around those Furies. Exactly. So let me ask you, because of that reason, what decks in, you know, in, I'm going to say the tier, the top tier, tier one, what is our good matchups and why? Absolutely. So last night, um, I kind of looked at the top 10 decks on MTG Goldfish, which you're most likely to see at an RCQ, a big tournament, or even a league, even when people are trying to spike the league and play um, more popular decks. And I would say Spirits is favored or slightly favored against probably four out of the top 10 decks so like you you have four of those matchups that you'd want to see that you're like in a decent position against you have a few that are unfavored and a few that are even so we'll start with the favored matchups um in the top 10 so isn't merc tide most popular deck in modern right now very strong powerful force to be reckoned with deck I actually believe it's slightly favored. Um, if the Isn't Murktide player is incredibly good and knows the Spirit matchups incredibly well, I would say it's even. But one thing you need to remember about playing a rogue deck is that I've played against Isn't Murktide probably about 50 to 60 times. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe more than that since MH2 was printed. How many times do you think Murktide's played against Spirits? Probably a lot. Nah, I don't think so. Well, for me, because that's all I face in my LGS. It's like- oh, LGS. Yes, yes. That, that's different. Yes. But I'm saying, like, if you're going to an RCQ or if you're playing a league or if you're entering a challenge, like, these bigger events, mm-hmm. like, Spirit's representation is smaller. Mm-hmm. And if you go to your LGS, you're likely one of the few people, maybe the only person who plays Spirit's in that in there, else yeah. you kind of have a, a unique LGS. And I say that because, like, we have a lot of tools to beat Merktide. Um Burnton Forge Tender is very good in the matchup. If they sideboard in Fury, it counters it. It blocks an early Ragavan. Moreland Haunt is extremely good in the matchup to keep generating tokens and go wide. Um, a lot of people like to pretend like, oh, how do Spirits win against Murktide? They play a bunch of removal and they play Ledger Shredder and Murktide. Those are really big flyers. How do you beat that? And it's like, well, Spirits got tools these past couple of years to beat that stuff. And you got to remember that. And I think people oftentimes forget Skyclave Apparition was printed prior to MH2, and it doesn't really see much play anymore, but it's not like the card is magically not good anymore. Like, you Skyclave Apparition uh, as your Shredder, and that sucks for them. Exactly. Like, you tell me, okay, how modern. Just stop being, you know, a two, three mana, de- you know, uh, 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 format. It's oh, still yeah. consistently two, three mana. Once in a while, you'll have, like, uh what's that Merc Tide Regent. Okay, fine. Yep. We we can't 
get it with Skyclave Apparition or self nope. uh, Skyclave Apparition or Spellqueller. Yep. Okay, that means we have to find a different mode to get to it. Correct. And there's a lot of ways to do that. And that's that's what like right now I I play a very stock. You know, you can go a lot of different directions. I play sixty cards, four other vile, the strong spirits, some personal choices. Like I dropped the fourth apparition for Akira. Mm. I have a solid sideboard. But like if you're facing Merc Tide, a little just a tiny little bit of advice. If you're a new player and you're into modern, you're facing Merc Tide and you're like, how do I approach this matchup? What do I do? The first thing I would think about is if you have a Shacklegeist, save that card for as long as possible. Don't play it into a counter spell. Don't play it into removal. Make sure when you cast it, you have a Rattle Chains up to protect it. Make sure there's a Selfless to protect it. Make sure you have Queller. Make sure Frogskull's coming out with it. Because Shacklegeist will win you the game against Tide if it's protected about 80 to 90% of the time. Mm -hmm. And it's because when you get to their end step and you play a Shacklegeist late in the game or you flash it in whatever, you tap their board and they're oftentimes dead the next turn or the following turn. And they don't really have a way to deal with that, especially if it's protected. So Merktide is actually a slightly favored, or maybe even if they play their cards right, very, very tightly. See, um, well, I, for me personally, in my in my LGS, I actually moved out my Shackle guys. I ended up putting in Solitudes with uh, uh, Essence Flux, and that's what's getting me the victories. That's interesting, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. There's other approaches, you know. You can, you can pitch Solitude. The issue with that, the reason... I generally don't prefer is like then your opponent gains seven life and I'm like, oh now this game's gonna go long. But yeah, maybe you. maybe you don't mind. You know, maybe you think, all right, I'll win the long game because I've I've just solituded like two of your creatures. That's pretty powerful. Especially oh, I, with I, an I, essence flux. Stupid monkey and now I got a four, four you know, a three, four, 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 I forget what it is, uh, that stays onto the battlefield and it has life yeah. link. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very strong. Yeah. And is it Murtide? So that's one of the matchups you want to see, and that is you know, the most popular deck in modern. And in my last 10 matches against it, I'd say I won seven out of 10. So, nice. you know, it's, it's, it's not an impossible matchup if you sequence well. The other decks I would say are favored in the top 10 are Burn, which no, you that's have. Always a, that's always even a, even a it's, it's really not that hard because you have Queller, you have Wander, which put in a lot of work. You got Supreme Fam to block their early threats. You have sideboard cards like force and negation you got the rattle chains you got the key around yeah. the deck yes yeah. you've got I, a lot of ways to i'm never it. worried about burn once Me i see either. burn i'm like oh victory and if you're playing if you're running like burns and forge tender or a core firewalker sanctifier back on the sideboard it becomes extremely easy so it's it's not a matchup you want to worry about it's a matchup you're happy to see right and the other two which are interesting um and good spirits players think no these are good matchups but living end and footfalls any cascade deck is going to be a good matchup for spirits because <laughs> we play mausoleum wander we play spell queller which both deal with their cascade spells we have access to remorseful cleric from the side force and negation we have bft for fury we have selfless for fury we we have an answer for almost everything those decks throw at us so mm. it like can we lose can we lose yeah but but you gotta play smart and know how to mulligan. Like if I'm playing against Living End and my opening hand's vile, sailor, a few lords, I'm mulliganing that hand, even if it looks good, because I need Queller or Wander to guarantee they don't combo off. I hear you. Now one that I didn't hear from you, and you may you have to forgive me because I, I 
I looked at the last, you know, tier one last week. Sure. Now, Golgari Yogmoth. I didn't hear you talk about that one. Yeah. Um, to me, I, I think that's a beatable deck. Hands down. I do, I do too. Um, I wouldn't say that one is necessarily favored. In my experience, I would put it as an even because mm-hmm. we have cards like Queller and Subtlety alongside Force and Negation for stuff like Corticalling or Eldritch Evolution. But then you have the side, you know, you do have the sideboard. Either you're you're putting uh, Remorse for Cleric, or if not, Rest in Peace. Yes. Yeah. So that's, it, that's why I'm it's like. It's a pretty solid matchup because it's a combo deck. Exactly. Know, and, I mean, if we can squeak out when game one and we can put in the sideboard, game, you know, game two, game three is victory for us. No one says much about it. Absolutely. And so I would say Yogmoth is even, and the other even matchups would be Grixis Shadow. Mm-hmm. Um, and four color, which is interesting. Ooh, um, really, money pile. And I'll tell you why I think that. Um, yeah, I am very interested. I that's a that's one I would actually put a bad matchup. I, I'm actually I, please enlighten me. <laughs> sure. I I was thinking a lot about that matchup last night, and like kind of the way that I say Merc Tide's maybe even or slightly favored. I would say four colors even or slightly unfavored, but. Not by a lot. And and the reason why, um, and I think this is what people forget about spirits, like they're like, oh, a tribal deck's never gonna stand a chance against four color. Like they play fury and solitude and endurance mm-hmm. and all these removal spells. There's just you can't chew through that. But it's like you gotta remember out of every tribe in the game that can handle removal, spirits is the best at it. So we take our own. Exactly. So if you sequence very well and you play tight, you can win that matchup. Like, I'll give an example. Like, you you lead with a vial, you pass, you put in a wander. They try to kill it. You help, you're holding up rattle chains, so you don't let them do that. You untap. You play Akira. Now vials on two. If they try to kill wander in response to Kira, you flash in rattle chains. If they don't, well, now they have to deal with Kira. So, and if they're using like two solitudes or two furies to deal with Akira, and then you flash in a rattle chains. They lost. That's mm. it. It's over. Like y- when you have enough layers of protection in your deck, you can get to a point where in the early game, if they're a little clunky and they're just like, "All right, I got a fury," and then you're just like, "Oh, well, here's myself a spirit with vile surprise." Or they're yeah. like, "Got a fury," and you're like, "Oh, I got a BFT here," and they miss that window. Sometimes you can crack them back with a lot of damage. Maybe you quell an Omnath. Maybe mm. you apparition and endurance. And then it's just game over. So it's it's a weird matchup because you have turnouts where like you you don't stand a chance, you know. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not drawing yourself as your rattle chains, your drag skull, your Kira, your protection spirits, they, they kind of just kill everything you do and you die. Right. But but when you do draw those protection cards and you have lords, it gets hard for them because mm-hmm. you're killing them fast and you're blanking their removal and they have to find an answer quick and they kind of have to waste their carded their elementals early or risk wasting. And if they don't waste them, then you can just slam a couple words and kill them. So it's a, it's a very intricate matchup. Um, one of the keys I'd say with that matchup is, and this is hard, um, but try to keep running six off the table mm-hmm. because because it will ping your small spirits, it'll make sure they never miss a land drop. And one of the ways we beat that deck is something like force negation on a 
Renin six or a spell pierce or something, and then they miss their third land drop, and now we have an advantage. Yeah, because so, Renin six is just oh, it's a beating. Uh, I like so. The, there's certain cards that I want banned. Oh, <laughs> don't get me started. That's that's my number one request in modern like, right now. Well, for me, it's Ragavan. I can't. I don't like monkeys. I was bitten by a monkey when I was a, a young lad. I remember you saying that. <laughs> I, I, I'm not a fan of monkeys, hands down. But Red and six, no. I mean, if you if you're a creature, you know, you if look if you have to add a number to your name in real, you know, in a card game, no, I don't <laughs> like him. <laughs> that's fair enough. No, Before that's not we... taken away from Doctor Cat's eleven on Twitter. You <laughs> can reach him. Okay, that's it's a little that, That's a whole different story. That's that's him trying to. Uh, the original Doctor Cat's was taken. Okay, so there you go. So you can reach Doctor Cat's, you know, at Doctor Cat's eleven on Twitter, and you find them at Jupiter Games in Binghamton, New York. So, so yeah, I I look at that though, and I say that because. You know, I was having um, a little debate with someone, and I'm not trying to put them on blast. So I was having a debate with someone the other day on Reddit about like living in. They're saying spirits are really bad versus living in as no game. Living in just runs you over. And I was saying like, no, no. <laughs> like not the thing. The thing you got to think about with modern is these top decks are geared to beat each other. Okay, so like living in plays force and negation, right? Because they're just like, oh, you're going to try to counterspell my living in. I'm going to force that. I gotcha. I gotcha as a Merc Tide. You're not going to counter my living in. But it's like Spirits. Spirits is like, well, I'm just going to quell your spell. And they're like, oh, wait. I can't force that. Mm-hmm. That's a creature. Mm-hmm. And, and if they're like, well, all right, I'll subtlety it. And it's like, all right, well, I'll subtlety your subtlety. You know? Or wow. it's like, we, we have these. Or... There's there's so many scenarios. You know, we could play a remor- yeah, Violon too. You can't subtlety a remorseful cleric I put in with Violon too. Because I'm not casting it. I'm just putting it in with my other vial. So you pretty much can't do anything. Um, That's why we have cavernous souls. That's why we have Aether Vials. Come at yes, me, bro. Come exactly. come at me, sis. Yep, just and- come at me. All right. You want let's step outside. You know what I mean? They're like, no matter what, whatever you think you can do, I have an answer. That's what I love about spirits. We protect our Me own too. and we have answers. Exactly. And and I say that because living in the type of the way the duck functions is like they usually grief you. But when you've got four mausoleum wanders, four spell callers, two force negation, remorseful cleric, sometimes chalice, it's like, all right, you get to take like one of those like 12 things I can do to stop your combo. And it's mm-hmm. like, now you have to deal with another one. So in order for living in to beat us, either have to draw extremely poorly or mulligan extremely poorly or they get very lucky it's got to be like grief into another grief into a force or something and like Mm -hmm. that's hard to do so and same for footfalls footfalls has fury footfalls has red burn spells but again we have a lot of layers protection to play around there we can play slow you know like one of the things that helped me evolve as a spirits player in modern a difference between it and pioneer for someone new to the format is like especially with azorius get used to playing a little bit slower like if you play a threat and your opponent doesn't kill it but they have mana up don't flash in the rattle chains you know just be patient like save you that rattle chains see the, the the problem is people don't realize rattle chains can be a, a a wonderful present early game because you can flash in creatures mm-hmm. but there's times when you have your creature 
it can be that cherry on top, meaning that you're attacking, you're doing this. Fine. There's nothing wrong with picking your opponent one to two life each turn. Nothing exactly. wrong with it. It's going to piss isn't. them off. And next thing you know, they're going to go, I got to nail this creature because it's just picking me too much. And then you go, rattle chains. Exactly. Ugh, and, darn and, you for getting my rattle chains. <laughs> and it gets easier, you know, with Vile because, like, yeah, if there's a Mausoleum one attacking every turn, it doesn't seem like that big of a deal. But once you play a Supreme Phantom with Cavernous Souls that your Isn't Murktide opponent can't counter with their counter spell and you're attacking them with Wander. They start to feel like, okay, I kind of have to do something about this. And if they don't kill that Muslim Wander, you untap, you take up file to three. All right, here's a Drog Skull. Now they're all three attacking you. You're still going to not use removal? Like, you know, you, you put your opponent in these situations where you put a lot of pressure on them. And in order to do that with spirits, you have to sequence your cards really well. You have to know when to cast your apparitions, when to cast your Drog Skulls, when to hold back. When to flash in that rattle chains and to turn to give everything flash, just like you said. Now I'm going to say something that may be controversial. Sure. This is a hot take. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. Now look, the, here's my hot take. I'm ready. <laughs> and I hope you're excited. I hope the listening and viewing audience is excited and jovial <laughs> because I want you to see me. I want you to look in my eyes when I tell you this hot take. Ready? Say if you have one spirit on the battlefield, right? And so say, listen, two, 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 one, flyer, right? Mm-hmm. This is the hot take. It takes ten turns to beat them. Correct. That's it. That's it. Ten turns to beat them. <laughs> yep. You do that ten times, they're going to be pissed. Yep. And That's the my hot take. And and you got to believe it. It. I, it doesn't get any more brilliant than that. If you protect that one creature ten times in a row on your opponent's turn, victory. Uh, yep. And and truthfully, oh, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I know the other part is like, you know, most people are like crickets, crickets. Nope, nope, nope. That, that's harps. I don't care. Rattle chains. Yeah. Rattle chains is still a good magic card in 2022, you know, and, and a lot of times you don't even need to protect a creature that long because as you're protecting your creature, you're developing other creatures because your protection spells are creatures like mm-hmm. rattle chains and Drossel captain. So finally they're like fighting through the removal. Like, all right, I'll kill this thing. And it's like, yeah, doesn't really matter at this point you know i'll just bring it back with marlon han your dad so go ahead so i i bring this up just because out of the top 10 decks i think there are some favored matchups i think there's some even um but admittedly you know there are unfavored too and we can get into that in a in a minute okay well i was gonna say what's unfavored so unfavored for spirits has always been big mana um you know, it's funny. I was trying to look for some answers to Tron. It is in the top 10 in modern. Um, it's the last deck in the top 10. Thank God. That's mm-hmm. good for spirits. But it's it's a deck where, you know, I was looking back at like Band Spirits when it was like the top deck in modern 2018. And someone was saying, I can't beat spirits. It's so strong. It's so oppressive. They draw clock me. How do I beat them? And the top comment on the thread was like, play Tron. <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> so like just play tron like tron's They're good against the, and, the the toughest hands that match up spirits will only it will always have are two major decks and thank god one of them is like semi-dead but it's starting to make that revival which is amulet titan yes and that number was the one, other one i was gonna get into yep amulet titan and tron are hard because our cards like weller and apparition don't line up well against them they're yeah, often playing we play your deck fair. We play your fear deck. <laughs> yes. And we're oftentimes trying to 
you know, they're casting, especially now where the consistency Titan has, and they're casting their Titans turn two, turn three, and it, it puts us in a situation where we're, we're unfavored. You know, we have tools. You know, we have subtlety now, which is great. That's that's, that's great because this is the question I wanted to ask you. For uh, because we're like at that weird one two. They they say we're two. I say we're one point. Not even one point five. We're one point two five. What cards can we do to move it up a list? You know, move it up a tier. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So I brought up my recent um, deck list that I got a 4-1 with. I could have brought up one of the 5-0s, but I made some slight changes since then. Um, my main deck's pretty stock. You know, I play I play 35 Spirits. I play 4 Other Vile, 21 Lands. I play 3 Apparitions instead of 4. Okay. Um, it's very good against stuff like Shredder. It's still good against Shadow. It's okay against DRC, stuff like that. But I play three because there are certain matchups like Living End, Cascade, where you just you don't want to see Apparition, Control, like matchups where they don't really play enough threats where you want to see it. And I play Kira as my fourth card because Kira's very good against Fury, Solitude, I did the same thing. Holy I you. Bolt. You, did you really? I went three Skyclave, one, one Kira now. And it just, it just has felt it's right better. for a very long time, so... I think here is well positioned. Um, in terms of sideboard, what cards can we look at in the past that can, you know, hedge up these matchups? Like, well, this isn't an old card, but subtlety. You know, subtlety is great versus Titan. We we can still mm-hmm. play other guests if we want to, but subtlety is nice. It's good against Tron. It's good against Titan. Sometimes bouncing that Titan or you know putting that Ugin on top of their deck is enough to say, I play a Lord. You're dead. That's good so, against Arctid Regent. It is. It is, and you know, I you know what's funny? I don't bring it in against Mark Tide. Um, Why not? Which, if you're going to delve, oh, fine. Oh, it's, it's so good. Whoop. Yeah, it's so put good. Put it on top of your library or put it on the bottom because guess what? Now that you took all thing, all, everything out of your graveyard, wah, 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 hold on. Where Where is it? <laughs> there you go. Go ahead, my friend. I'll try to play it again. Yeah, Subtlety <laughs> is very good against specifically Mark Tide. I guess the reason I don't play in that matchup, and that might even be wrong, you know, I I haven't I gotta test it more, but is because like I don't want them to be playing a Merkton on like turn two or three and I'm subtleting and I'm losing two cards. And like sure they don't have a Merc Tide now, but sometimes that matchup can be about card advantage where like we're mm-hmm. both kind of getting yeah. towards the A game and they're trying to get their iterations on making tokens. So like it's a little but but you know, if you're casting subtlety for four against a Merc Tide and they're casting it later in the game, oh my god, it's amazing. <laughs> You know, it'll just crush them. Well, so it, like, it's a respectable see, choice. See, so that's why I, that's why I keep on bringing up my card that I love is Essence Flux. This is a you know for those who don't know, it's a it's just like Ephemerate, but for blue. And the only difference is it doesn't rebound. The yes. difference is it bounces a creature like it. I, I, how would it flickers, flickers. creature? Yep. But then if it's a spirit, it gets plus one plus one. So how is that a negative? Oh, they're trying to target my creature. I have rattle chains on the battlefield. Oh, I will freaking essence flux my rattle chains, blanket, protect my creature, and then my rattle chains becomes a three two. Hmm. How this is a card that nobody's talking about in the spirit community, and it it blows my mind. Like this is just me, and you tell me if I'm wrong, Doctor Cats. Sometimes when poison is used against you. 
sometimes it's good to use the same poison against others. You know what I mean? Fight, fight fire with fight, fire. Fight fire with fire. So what is the one for me? The toughest matchup that I've seen currently in the current meta is Money Pile. Since Money Pile likes to sit there and use their uh, elements against us, elementals against us, why don't we use and incorporate some of those into us using SS Flux instead of the Ephemerate? Bing, bing, bing. Guess what? Now we're taking advantage, making our money pile beat their money pile. It's like a, it's like we're getting a better tribal payoff because Amen. we're getting the plus, plus one Bravo. counters as opposed to, you know, it's it's debatable. You know, um, to kind of answer your question, you're like, tell me if I'm wrong. You're, you're not wrong. You know, I, I, I honestly don't know if you're I'm right okay wrong. if you call me wrong. I, I'm, <laughs> I, I welcome it. Yeah. And, <laughs> no, I would tell you, but I, you know, Nika choose working on merfolk right now and i'm sure you've seen he's been working on an ephemerate list that's azorius colors where you can ephemerate his master of waves his um mm-hmm. tricksters and stuff to get extra value and there's an advantage and disadvantage to playing that type of deck the advantage is that when you have those creatures out and you use the ephemerates or the essence flux and it works and you do blink like a rattle chains to get somebody gets a plus one or Let's say they're like, all right, I'm going to fury your draw skull because everything else is hexproof, and then you blink the draw skull. That's pretty backbreaking, you know. If they don't have another another way to deal with that, it's a protection spell. It gives a plus one counter, and I very much like the synergy, spell like you said. With, you and get, you could do you could do tricks. Apparition. I mean, it's the, it's not it's it's interesting. Spirits are weird though, you know. Like there are certain really good situations, like apparition would be really good, right? But like Queller, it's like, yeah. Like sometimes essence locks would be good with color, but other times it's like yeah. But the one advantage you can do with color is you could do that to exile their spell forever, so they never get it back. Here's a fun one that you brought up before: Shacklegeist. Oh, I have a Shacklegeist. I tap it, essence flux. I blink it. It comes onto the battlefield now with a plus one plus one account, and now it's a three three. And I tap it again. Yep. Two and spirits it's and one. So now I can tap. Yep. So you could attack with it and then use it with one other spirit to tap something on your opponent's turn. Yeah. There's. There's tricks, so that's the advantage, I would say, of playing Essence Flux or Ephemerate. You get access to all these tricks when you have these creatures out. But the disadvantage would be this. If you're getting low on resources and like you, someone verdicts you or you get your board hit or or sometimes what could happen is like you could have a hand where it's like you have a Vile, you have a Spectral Sailor, and you got like three Essence Flux, and you're just like, oh... Like, I, I hope I draw more creatures. But, but see, that, that this goes back to the general problem with spirits in general that I want, I desperately want wants you to fix. There is no card draw for spirits. I don't care if I can loot. Let me loot. Yeah, but there is zero, 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 zero card draw for spirits, and it it is the bane to the existence of that deck. Yes, the biggest weakness I think of spirits, like in modern and maybe even in pioneer, but although pioneer is Coco, which changes things right but of azorius spirits you know or yeah of azorius spirits let's say because bottle blue has curious obsession Bant has coco it doesn't really have card advantage so a lot of times you could say like well, why would i play azorius when i can play Bant and get two spirits or play like curious obsession mm-hmm. well the advantage of azorius is like and this is why i'm hesitant on the essence flux thing the deck is just all creatures you don't have coco you don't have curious obsession you don't right. have no, counter spells so what happens in a game with Azoria Spirits is you're more likely to just keep drawing creatures and creatures and creatures. And you don't get into situations where like you're drawing a curious obsession on an empty board. Or 
you're drawing an essence link on empty border. You're drawing a cocoa and you have three mana and they just killed your high arc. So it's more consistent, right. but but the cost of that is the power is not as high. And as a result, you got to play super, super, super tight. Right. Like if you got a shackle guys, you don't have the essence flux. So like you better play it next to a selfless or a Kira or a drog skull or with a rattle chains because you can't have that guy die because that's going to tap the Merc Titan and win you the game. The only reason why I bring it up is because because we're you know, because of the resources. I want to use the resources as much as I I can. You know what I mean? Yes. It, I, I'm a nurse. Okay. I I, I did a I, I did a double shift last night. Worked 16 straight hours in a dementia ward unit. Okay. <sighs> I want my spirits to be as nutty as I am. That's why I'm like today. <laughs> if you like people, you know, you're watching the show. You're seeing me more wacky i i'm basically extremely like my friend's bride my my brain (laughs) now we know it is now right so with that being said i want the same for my spirits i want i want them to do double duty and that's why to me it it occurred to me i was like essence flux and i get a plus one plus one counter yeah and and you know like uh, to, to kind of answer your question more, like key cards, Essence Flux, Ephemerate, that'd be one direction to take the deck in. You can go f- build full into that. Like, um, was D-Star did that with, with Urien and Solitude and Subtlety? And I've seen humans do it. You know, I've seen them play Urien and they're playing stuff now like, um, ah, what's the card that brings back a creature from the graveyard? Extraction Specialist. Mm. So, like, I think... I think tribal decks have gotten certain tools like Apparition and Shacklegeist and Extraction Specialist and Adeline Resplendent Thar. And I, I think humans and spirits are still very strong and modern and powerful if people can leverage the tribal synergies and the abilities of the individual creatures correctly. Mm-hmm. But you have to play very, very tight. And you have to make sure you play around cards like Fury, which is not that hard to do when you have other vile because you can flash most stuff in to get around sorcery speed, and then you can play a lord, and then it's like, oh, well, Fury's not good anymore. So those are the kind of things you have to have in your mind when you're playing, but in terms of key cards, we have access to a lot of good sideboard cards. You know, I mentioned Subtlety. Force Negation is another good one. Um, Cards from the past. I've talked about this before, but Burnt and Forge Tender. Very good. Um, I don't even play Removal for Ragavan. I never will, you know, and I, I kid you not, because I just play a Burnton Forge against any deck that plays Ragavan, and most of them can't do anything about it. Oh. Like, Merktide has zero answers to Burnton Forge besides Engineered Explosives. That's, and if, that's valid. And if they're using that on Burnton Forge Tender, they might be killing a Ragavan or a DSC of their own because they play a lot of one-drops. So, it... it, it BFT is very good. And then it's also an answer to Fury against Four Color, against Rhinos, stuff like that. Um, and then the other one that I love to talk about, I mean, you both love this card, I think, is Kataki. Yep. Um, Mr. War's Wage. Yes. And someone's playing Affinity, you just or play Kataki. I don't know. You know, if someone's playing Affinity and you play Kataki, they lose. That's that's it. That's uh, mm-hmm. simple. And if someone's playing Hammer Time, well, now they have to start paying the taxes which is going to make it a little harder for them uh, at first i thought you were going to say uh three fairy <laughs> to fairy to fairy is interesting i i i've played with to fairy and i think it is very good but i think it's very good against cascade and 
mm-hmm. I felt that Spirits is already very strong against Cascade with Queller, Wander, Force, BFT, Remorseful Cleric. So I haven't really played when you Teferi. mentioned Cascade, I was like, uh, three fairy. There you go. Maybe shut that person up. One, two, three. And if you're if you're hoping to spike a tournament with Spirits and Modern, really what you want to do is go to tournament and face Cascade all day. Um, for the most part. Or is it Merktide? All right. Well, let me ask, ask you the next question I have here. Because Spirits has not played too much in Spirits. I mean, in Modern. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think it's causing that? Do, do you think... Do you think the fact that people are underestimating the deck, do you think people need to be actually who play spirits need to be educated about the lines or do they need to be educated in the keys to victory? Like trying to figure, you know, I mean, there's certain lines and there's certain ways to attack. You know what I mean? You you understand where I'm going there? I I do. And I, and I would say yes, yes, and yes, and yes. (laughs) Like, and, more or less, I think the reason Spirits doesn't see play much in Modern anymore is because Pioneer exists. You know, mm. Spirits used to be a deck that people would love to play in Modern, and like even when it wasn't well positioned, you know, even when Titan and Tron were very popular, um, people will play Spirits because like, oh, it's a cool tribal deck, I can just play my other Gus or whatever. Same with humans, but with the introduction of Pioneer and then MH2 with all these cards that admittedly make it harder for tribal decks. You got Prismatic and Infravalle, you got Fury if you don't play around it. You have Solitude sometimes and you're going for a lethal attack and people just say, oh well uh, here I am looking at Pioneer like Spirits is doing really well over here. It's one of the top 10 decks. Like Humans doing really well here. They're playing Coco. Like I used to play Humans in Modern. I'll just play Pioneer. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I think tends to happen. Um I don't think it's bad. You know, I, I think Pioneer is a good format, but I wish people would experiment a little more with tribal and modern because I think it has legs and can perform better than people think. See, that, the- that, that brings me to my next point or next question in, in a sense where the fact that, you know, where is spirits right now? Is it relegated to, you know, back to history, like merfolk and goblins? I mean, where where is this deck, you know? And me personally, it's a better than, you know, no disrespect to Nikachu. He's my boy, right, from Man- <laughs> uh, Winnipeg, Na- uh, Manitoba. He's yeah, my, yeah. my mentor, my senpai, my sensei, right? Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm not besmirching him. So, if you know, if anybody tries to go back there and say, the point in this set, this is a caveat, I'm not besmirching him. But we got to be honest and sincere with one another. Spirits is o- overly better deck than Merfolk. And goblins, and I don't care what Jim Davis has to say. Okay, uh, <laughs> okay I'll, I'll, I'll call just, him. I'm not pleading the fifth. I'm going to plead the fifth here. Oh, you, you can plead <laughs> the fifth. I, I don't care. Like, look, I, I he's a nice guy. I met him in Philadelphia. Sure, you know, nice guy. Not not trying to be smart him either. But mm-hmm. spirits is highly better than goblins, and I don't care what he has to say about it. <laughs> we protect our own. And we we interact. Goblins are just little dummy, little rug rat wannabe monkeys that can't figure out how to screw in a light bulb. Yep. Like you know, so my heard, question heard... is: is is spirits relegated to the history? You know, to the dregs of history, like those two decks. I'm actually answer this question in a different way. I might challenge you a little bit on this. So, Ooh. I I think. I think merfolk and goblins aren't dead decks. I would say merfolk, goblins, humans, spirits, mm. elves. I'd have to think more about, but mm. even elves, I might argue. I'd say all these decks have game, and 
people aren't really trying to do experiment with as much as like how do we beat these cards you know like for example merfolk they're like all right i'll fury you well i have subtlety so they, they run four subtleties in their deck and they have a lot of card advantage with silver gill adapty and um sylvia and sea and sky when it's attacking they have kind of some protection with the ward thing and the indestructible now but yeah merfolk doesn't have the protection the spirits have but what it does have is better card advantage engines and i agree it also has nikachu <sighs> well yeah there's... actually constantly innovates and you know does stuff yes. to improve the deck i'll say the thing, same thing with goblins if it wasn't for jim davis goblins would be a nothing deck but you know what that's what's interesting goblins you know what that has goblin doesn't have any way to protect the creatures but goblins can just draw 50 cards with mm-hmm. their with their matron goblin matron or yeah. you know all their they make a million tokens so like yeah fury would still suck for goblins but they if they play around it and they play slow they could just be like all right you fury me here's goblin matron here's their more goblins i already right. got a combo you're dead so all the decks all the tribal decks have tools i think to beat this stuff and you got to remember vile and this is something i want to kind of hyper focus on but any deck that plays the other vile other vile is a card that sees legacy play still mm-hmm. does so that says something you know like you can't subtlety something under another vial you know you can't counterspell something with another vial mm-hmm. and that's strong it like has flash too yeah and it has flash and and people will say stuff like oh well prismatic ending isn't martite isn't playing prismatic ending you know neither is living in neither mm-hmm. is crush gate mm-hmm. like what decks play living in okay four color control Control, control, and and here's a funny thing: control is not in the top ten. And mm-hmm. the other funny thing, I have a funny kind of um, story about control. I'll share real quick. Okay. So when my mage two came out, control got solitude. They got prismatic ending, and then they got march later. So it's like, and at one time they were playing spreading seas for Urza Saga. Mm-hmm. So when I was first playing against Control after MH2 was printed, I lost, and I was just like, damn, you know, they have all the answers now. They got an answer to Vile, they got an answer to Cavern, they got this and that, it sucks. But as I started to get out of that mindset and think, all right, let's just see how well I can play around this stuff. I had a game, you know, where they solituded me twice, verdict me, played Prismatic Ending on my Vile, Prismatic Ending one of my draft goals, and I beat them easily. Easily. Wow. Okay. And 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 the reason why is because spirits have so many tools against control. We can play at flash speed. We can put in a selfless for verdict. We have queller if they try to play a big planeswalker or a verdict. Even solitude, we can play slow and just every time they want a solitude, it's like you're risking going into a rattle chains. So we have subtlety for solitude. Like we have Merlin Hot. We have so many tools exactly against some of these decks and i think people don't really look at that like against control against living in against footfalls we're usually not gonna lose or gets burned yeah against just me i get so excited lose. when i see a control player or a burn player i'm like <laughs> uh, uh, you know how many times how many times in my life i've i've queued up a league and i've been like you know what i'm playing a lot of spirits spirits is more of a pioneer deck i'm gonna play affinity affinity is a powerful modern deck i got my thought monitors i got my urza saga i got my shadow spear because that's my second one of my secondary decks i play i queue up and i face Zorius control in the first round i'm like fuck i should be playing spirits 
you know, and mm-hmm. um, same th- same thing happens at Living End. Same thing happens with Footfalls. These linear glimpse of tomorrow, um, creativity combo. These linear combo decks like Spirits poses them. It really does. Well, let me let me ask you the next question. Ready? If sure. a new player is coming into Spirits and Modern, what advice would you give them? General advice would be, like I said before, play patient, play slow. Um, if you're not interested in Azorius and you don't want to kind of play that tempo, slow game, um, you could play Bant, but you have to be careful of Fury and Counterspell. You could do what you're saying. You could you could play Essence Flux and try to get value. You could do Ephemerate like Nikachu. You could play Urian. If you want to try Urian with Solitude and Subtlety and Ephemerate, there's a lot of room to explore so find what appeals to you pick that and stick with that and my best advice would be to practice 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 if you play leagues play leagues if you go to fnm go to fnm if there's a local rc you go to it you know or do it all do it all that's what i want to do um and honestly i'm going to keep doing it all until i get a top eight or i win an rcq and people look over and say whoa what the hell's What's all going on? How the spirits do this? Some random pilot doesn't mean anything. That's what they'll say, but it it doesn't matter. You know, like that's my goal. I think it's fun. Is it the best deck in matter? No. Is it strong enough to compete? Yes. That's what I'm yes, saying. Definitely so. I mean, if Merfolk is out there competing, Goblins is out there competing. There's no and excuse. Spirits like, can, yes. There's no excuse. And I and mean, that's exactly. and the best part is that you have. You know, this is not me trying to toot my own horn. And if I had a horn here to toot, I'd start doing it. Um, you know, you have content makers that are out there for these particular decks. Why are there content makers for these particular decks? Because they're actually good and they believe in them. Jim Davis, he's a pro tour player. Yeah, he plays all this other stuff, but he's a goblin guy. You have Nikachu. He's a merfolk guy, even though he knows all of modern. I know a lot of modern. Mm -hmm. I'm a spirit guy. You know what I mean? exactly so and you got and i and i don't want to don't forget my friend uh andre seguera the spirit master you know then you got remf in uh in brazil uh yep. you know the brazilian spirit master you know you have people out here that are making content and why because we believe in the content and it's pretty funny that you have two in english and one in in portuguese <laughs> well yeah. technically i'm english spanish you know then we have english um, english and then portuguese so yeah we're, we're covering the gamut here exactly and what i want to add to that is spirits is a deck that really really rewards tight play and and if you listen to um andrea Mangucci, he put out a video recently it was like top 15 decks in modern and then right it was either in the beginning or the end of his video he gave a disclaimer like if your deck's not in this top 15 don't get discouraged Modern's a format that rewards very tight play. If you play very, very tight with your deck and you know it in and out, you can have success. And people have always believed that in Modern. I think they don't anymore with MH2, and I think it's still true. So, Well, th- th- that leads me to the, my next question. Because, uh, like, did how do I phrase it? Did Modern Horizons 1 and 2 kill the advantage that Spirits had in the meta before? Because we, we were against, uh, what was that, uh, Blue... Help. There was Heliod. There was Is It Prowess? No, no. There was another one. You, there was a there was a deck before Modern Horizons even took off. Uh, it was a blue oh, before green Modern creature. Horizons one. It was a blue green creature 
Um, it was a tight Burrow. We had an 80 winning, 80% winning average in modern, in modern, not against that tech, in modern. And we, we kicked that, that Uro's ass left and right. Like people were playing that deck left and right. And we were smacking it. We're making, it's like, who's your daddy? Who's your mommy? Who's your, you know, your parent? (laughs) We we are a parent. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, well, but Let even back then, you, did, did, Mon- did Mon Horizons 2, 1 and 2 take away the advantage that Spirits had? So I'd say in some ways, kind of, but in other ways, no. So like, okay, Queller, Queller's, in, in some ways, Queller's a lot worse, right? Because like mm-hmm. most removal spells in the game were one or two mana, and then people play sweepers that are three or four mana pre-MH2, which is stuff like Verdict, Fatal Push, Lightning Bolt, had to exile, which people really didn't even play much before MH2, but whatever, you know. So, right. um, Queller's not as good in that sense because these elementals, unfortunately, almost all of them cost five mana, and Queller can't quell a five mana spell, which sucks. But that said, what people don't realize is a large portion of the meta outside of the elementals is also Cascade, and Queller's very good against any Cascade spell because mm-hmm. if it quells a rhino. Or a living end, and then you got the protection to protect Queller, so they're not getting that spell back. Mm-mm. That's that's tough. That's tough for them, and they can't force Queller either. So Queller's kind of better in some ways, worse in others. Mm-hmm. But then a lot of these other spirits, like Self of Spirit, I wasn't really playing Self of Spirit pre MH two. Now that Fury exists, I'm playing four. You know, it's really a- that many. I'm the, I, I've I've gone the opposite. Like I'm staying at two. And that's reasonable too, you know. Selfless, selfless is good versus fury. Obviously, you know, if you have selfless and a couple spirits out, it's good. And I, I don't know why people kind of, <clears throat> I guess in your kind of in your language, like poo-poo selfless and just think he's not good. It's like it's an answer to fury, right? Like you, no poo-pooing selfless. <laughs> yeah, like you play it, and then you have stuff like you can flash in with rattle change. You can flash in with vile. So people are like I'm gonna fury your board. You don't have anything. It's like oh no, I do actually, mm-hmm. and. And I guess the weakness of selfless would be it's one toughness, and there are situations where that comes up and it's tough, but it's honestly the best selfless has been in a while when people are trying to play Fury. So I think it's good. I think Unsettled Mariner would be another respectable choice. But yeah, I think MH1 and MH2 definitely hurt spirits in certain ways. I'd, I don't think I'd be being honest with the listeners or myself if I didn't say that. Like Prismatic Ending and Vile, yeah, it sucks. Right. Like sometimes you phrase and control. You have a one lander and you're like island vile a prismatic getting in you're like ah that sucks mm-hmm. but you know what what people don't understand is sometimes you draw cavern the souls the next turn and you're just like okay i'll just <laughs> like <"Cha-ting!" laughs> like yeah i'll just i'll just hold up this rattle chains and pass the turn and then i'll flash in the cavern and now i'm i'm back in the driver's seat now you're in trouble control so people over kind of What's the word I'm looking for, I guess? With MH1 and MH2, did it kind of kill the advantage Spirits has? It killed some of the advantages, I guess, but the deck's still strong enough to compete. And these cards, like when you get your Vile Prismatic ending, sometimes you lose the game. Sometimes it doesn't even matter. So well, the, if, you, if you think about it, honestly, can we, can we look at the top, top tier decks out there? Mm-hmm. You got Isaac Merktide. Modern Horizons 2. Yep. You have Burn. Eh, it's been always been out there. 
Mm-hmm. Then you got the Landfall decks. Well, if it wasn't for Charlotte's Agent being reprinted, it wouldn't even exist. Then you got a Money Pile, Modern Horizons 2. Yep. Then you have uh, what, uh, Golgari uh, Yagmoth. Yep. Modern Horizons 1. I mean, a lot of these decks, these tier decks, are all because of Modern Horizons 1 and 2. Correct. Now, do as a as a spirit player, yes, 2021 was the year of the spirit. We got bombarded with spirits that did absolutely nothing for our deck. And that's what annoyed the hell out of me. Because the fact that we got so much, we were blessed. We had the cornucopia of blessings and we received none here's a funny I mean, a a funny little that... fact when when innistrad came out like the two the two sets what were they midnight hunt and crimson vow back to back i you know i was looking at the spoilers every single day. amen brother i was amen. so excited i was so excited and when like illuminator came out i was excited like the few cards we did get and then after the sets like came and went and we didn't really get anything in modern and we got a little bit in pioneer but like one card that did come from those sets it's very good for pioneer and one of the, the discord mods riff corrected me on this because i was thinking oh spirits got nothing he's like what about geist snare i was like uh yeah <laughs> that card's really good <laughs> it's, great in, it's great in pioneer great in it's pioneer. great it's great in great pioneer, yeah yep and in terms of exploring an extra space there is a space i want to explore in modern that I think you'd be excited about because you liked you you like the idea. I get the sense of like brewing and innovating and Dude, coming I'm up with brewer, new ideas. Brewer, brewer. And... I come up with some stupid, stupid like I like I'm so old school. Okay, like I said, tell everybody I started right before Mercadian Mask. Okay, so you're talking like 1999. Okay, before Y2K. If if you're young and going, what the hell's Y2K? It was the end of the world. Okay, <laughs> I used to take stupid decks and just figure ways around it. For example, uh, there, uh, I, uh, Oris. There's a, a card called Oris. Had a grand door. You you discard the card. You have you have Oris on the battlefield. Discard, uh, grand, uh, the Oris card. It gives you the grand door effect, which means your opponent can't cast spells and can't attack. Oh my god! So yep, yep. what I ended up doing in my infinite wisdom <laughs> is I took. You know, uh, was uh, survival of the fittest, and another called card called Genesis, through the you know, you know the Genesis in the gra- graveyard, so I can get my second Oris. So in Genesis allows me to return cards from my graveyard back to my hand. So guess what? On my opponent's turn, if I had the Oris in play, I'd pitch the Oris on the opponent's upkeep. Guess what? Now they can't play spells and they cannot attack. And you do it again. Oops! <laughs> and then on my upkeep, guess what? I draw the card and I'm pinging them every turn. One, so it took 20 turns to beat my opponent, but guess what? They're not casting spells or attacking. <laughs> oh my god, okay. For, this, okay. Is a, this is a stupid deck that I thought <laughs> way back in the day, and I'm thinking about oh man, I love it. To you this thing, like, if you if you see talk to my friends, I have a cleric deck, an unbeatable to this day has not been beaten. I fold <laughs> that deck out, and people like. Master Apothecary? What the hell? Where? When did Master Apothecary came out? I, yeah, I guarantee you've never heard of Master Apothecary. No, and 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 you know, I want to say something about that. It's funny because, like, that sounds almost like a commander combo. Like to me, like no one can cast spells or attack me anymore. You all lose slowly. That's like 
and and as soon as you said that, I'm just like, yeah, you're a spirits player. Like, that's what we like to do. Us blue players, we like to just like make people miserable and just oh. and 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 that's kind of. I mean, really, that's what blue and white is, right? Like, no yeah. one likes facing risk control. And when people see spirits, they're like, oh, it's spirits. That's not control. Thank God. But it's like, eh, like. As a kind of final example, I'll 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 give you about. Like, Hold on, before you go, let, I got to give the name of the deck. I call sure. the deck No. Ah, oh, that's perfect. the name of the deck. No, you're gonna tech. No, you're gonna play a spell. No. <laughs> that sounds like a match made in heaven. That sounds glorious. And then yeah, I had Grand Grand Arbiter, so they couldn't play spells on my turn either. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. Yeah, you know, I I've thought about building into like a. Just I don't really play commander hardly at all, but so I, I, the deck list. You're gonna be like, what yeah, you hell? should, you should. Um, but I um, I thought of building like a Zer enchant enchantment lock, like, like Staxy, like. I I have it. I, I my opponent's it miserable. Ago. Yeah, you can just send it to me. <laughs> That's yeah, I, I, I I built that with you know ghost ghost uh, ghost prison and all this other stuff. Oh yeah, very nice, very yeah. nice. I'm the one player in your life where you go. What an a-hole. Okay. It's fun to be that player. It's not fun to play against that player. No. Absolutely. So let me ask, you know, let me ask you the next question. Now, before we I ask this question, you can reach Dr. Katz at Dr. Katz11 on Twitter. And you can also find him at Jupiter Games in Binghamton, New York. All right. So if you're out there in Binghamton, New York, and you go, hey, I want to see Dr. Katz. I want to see how he plays. I want to let me check out this handsome fella. Every thank and you. And now, mind you, he's also the moderator on the Spirits uh, Discord. So, if you're on the disc, if you haven't joined the, the Spirits Discord, it's a moral imperative. What are you doing? And you'll see him there. Yep, and um, pretty easy to find. You could either just type in MTG Spirits on Reddit. It's a, it's linked right in the description. Um, and you need to join the Facebook group. You need to join the Spirits Facebook group. Yeah, you could. Yeah, yeah, I do. I don't think I'm a member of that. Um, well, it's a moral imperative. You need to join the Pioneer, even though you're uh, you're staying away from Pioneer. Guy. Yeah. But there's, no, a, I play, there's I, a Pioneer play Spirit, Spirit Pioneer, and, and a modern Pioneer. Ooh, that's nice. You yeah, need to join and, that group. And if you're if you're having trouble finding the Discord, you could just find me on Twitter, shoot me a, a DM or something, and I'll send it to you, or just at me. Um, I'm one of four. I'm one of four moderators too. <laughs> I want to include the the others. <laughs> now, mind you, out of the thousands. And thousands around the world. One of four. Yes. Four. One of four moderators. Yep. Now, so, let me ask, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Let me ask you my question. I, I love saying this now. Should the Boo Crew, I love that name, Boo Crew. My, my <laughs> wife's the one who thought of it. The oh, Boo Crew, aka like Spear Players, start leading toward other color combinations instead of just sticking with the typical azorius and bant should we start leaning for example uh toward demir is it boros or orzov the only reason why i'm asking this is a friend of the show reached out to me and went you know what dwight there's an amazing deck list demir that should take out i looked at it and i was like hmm it has fetal push oh it has this it has that Ooh, this it, it has a little bit of deliciousness to it it has a little the, flavor. Um, it has a little bit of seasoning. It has a little bit of sazon or saffron or which you uh, love. <laughs> oh, good. You have no clue. I, I love spice, and it has a that extra ch- touch of, as the French would say, a little bit of that je ne sais quoi, a little bit of I don't know what. What so, is your thought? Should should the Boo Crew? Should the Spirit Players start leaning into other colors? So yeah, one quick question about that, Tamir. So they play in um, 
hateful Eidolon, the the enchantment creature spirit. That's like, I wondered. I, send me that list. That sounds so. interesting. I think I think, it, I think it is running a hateful Eidolon. Yeah, because there's been there's been I remember Dre a while back was brewing something in Pioneer that was like hateful Eidolon, the curious obsession, um, and like I think that card when it dies you draw for how many equipments like auras I had and some so there's some interesting synergies there. Um, yeah, no, I. I think that's a choice, you know. I, I think if you want to play modern and you're interested, like I talked about, you could go Urian build. You could you could play Ban. You could play Azorius. And in terms of other colors, I I never really tend to experiment much outside of Azorius. I don't really play Demir, Is It, and stuff. Or Just Guy. We just recently on the Discord created a um kind of a new little subcategory of modern and pioneer we talk about less common builds of spirits so like in modern be anything except azorius or Bant. so right now they're talking about just guy um and in pioneer we started one too and i think they were maybe talking about is it so for me well, just guy they, they've been wanting to just do just guy for a long time uh friends of the show tuesday tastic yeah out of yep. utah who, who i'm friends with he he's a patriotic fella he wants the red white and blue spirits desperate I've joked with him about. It. I've told him like, yeah, play, play just guy. I, I've just told him. I've said, yeah, you do that. Like, I, I'm, I'm not going to experiment with that. I don't want to do that. But because <laughs> like, I'm, because I'm boring, and I just play my regular Azorius. Like, but hey, you know, sometimes I think, well, I'm five zero, and I'm four one, and I'm five zero, and like, I'm, I'm doing well. I'm F and M. Why do I if it's not broken? Don't change it. You know, sometimes I can be right. that way. But that said, there is one thing I want to try in modern that really interests me. That kind of sparked me recently. Mono blue and. I, I want to about that a while. I want to try it because you get the four force negation, you get the four subtlety with extreme consistency. So that's your interaction because you don't have Queller. There's a three mana lord, Patrician Geist. Yes, and you get stuff like I would probably build it similar to Pioneer. It'd probably be something like Wander, maybe Sailor. I'm not sure about the Snow Wonder if it'd be Snow or not, but you would definitely play Curious Obsession. You'd play. Um. Oh, oh, you could play counterspell. Yeah. So you have so instead of geist snare, you have counterspell, and you could maybe maybe you could play geist snare because it's actually not bad in modern if you have a spirit with curious obsession. You know what'd be no. fun too? Phantasmal image. Yeah, that would be interesting. There's another spirits player playing Azorius in modern. He's been having I'm a just, lot of I'm success just, with that. Just saying, Azor, you know, phantasmal image. It's a two mana card. Yeah, it does die, but if you have a counter spell or other things, mm, bravo! Exactly. So, uh, so I think like if you're no playing blue, something no like blue. mono blue in modern, you'd probably never lose against crashing footfalls or living end like ever. <laughs> Because you would have counterspell, wander, subtlety, force. The tough decks like, I would have to say is, is it Merc Titan and then burn? Burn would be a tough matchup then. Yeah, it, you know it's funny because I, I I brewed up a mono blue list. I was all excited about Ooh. it. I built it. I I've, look, I've look just at me card- getting all excited. Ooh. I've discarded it now, but I might build it again. I'll tell you what happened. So I so I'm like you know what I'm not gonna take this through a league yet, but let me just like jam some two player cues, turn practice. We'll see how it goes. I face burn. I'm like, oh, okay, burn. I have a bunch of modern magic. They shouldn't be hard. They play Eidolon. And I'm like, huh, okay. And then, then I just realized, wait a minute, like, I'm dead. <laughs> I have no way to deal with this. Whereas, like, with Azorius, I have Vile, so I don't have to take the damage. Or I have Apparition. 
and it kind of hit me. I was like, oh, okay, I need uh, I need something bouncy, to deal with right on. <laughs> yeah, I know. You need bouncies. I do. I would probably need to play more petty thefts or the four subtlety to make sure that card doesn't. Or, or there's a fun stick. one that uh, Pioneer uses. It's a uh, uh, witness protection. Oh yeah, <laughs> I played that card against my brother, and he was laughing so hard because I played it on his like a soul scar mage. I'm like, your soul scar mage is now a legitimate business person. He's no longer like oh, a one green citizen. <laughs> yep, he's no longer some like you know guy that's out in the woods, not wearing a shirt, like breathing fire like he was. He's civilized now. Like oh, <laughs> oh, uh, 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 Merktide Regent. Hey, now you're just a one-one human citizen. Yep, and turned you into. Uh, yeah, people were making jokes about it in the Discord. Like, can you imagine Ulamog saying, "Like, you turn him into a legitimate business person." Ulamog's like, yeah. "So much work to do. Got to get into the office today with a suit on." <laughs> there's a, there's a there's an old school movie with uh, Chris Farley, like a fat guy in a little coat. Mm, mm-hmm, Basically, mm-hmm. that's Ulamog in a citizen's yes, ensemble. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely but yeah no yeah, there's definitely room to explore i but what i am here to say though is you can go into other colors you can brew you can explore i'm not usually one who does that unless it's going to be like mono blue um, i just really like the colors blue and white no, but, you. but what i will say is even as it stands now 60 cars aureus like stock list is good enough you know mm-hmm. it's good enough to compete in modern if you want to go further and use Essence Flux or Urian or Ephemerate and experiment and try things. You might even stumble upon something even stronger, you know? So Exactly. I, like, my thing is, if you're a, a brewer, go out there, do it. You 5-0, I'll bring you on the show just so you can talk about that brew. Sure. Like, I'm not starved for content. I There's tons and tons of content that I can make for spirits. But to me, nothing is more mystical and magical that brings a, 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 a wonderful tear to my eye when somebody comes up with something different like D-Star did with Urion. Yes. That was out of the ballpark. Out of, like, nobody saw it. Nobody. Like, when uh, Nikachu, my friend, my, my mentor was like, this and that, Urion? Urion. And I brought it to his attention. And he was like, that's, yeah. That- and you know what's interesting? What frustrates me sometimes? He was a good interview. The... He was a solid interview. I oh yeah, interview I watched that one. Yeah, I watched it all the way through. And I what I wanted to say, and I was I remember I tried the urine at that time, and I was just like, oh, I can't do this. I'm going back to my regular build. Doctor Katz, you there? I'm oh, sorry, I almost disconnected there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to end the show early, ladies and gentlemen. He has to leave at you know a certain specific time. He leaves <laughs> no, that time limit, but he's trying no. to hurry up, get out of here. See ya. No, 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 no. <laughs> But um, I remember I went back to like my regular build just because, and not that that build's bad. It's just that I'm not used to it. And people will say stuff like, "Oh, well, D Star made top eight in a challenge, but like it was a one-time thing. Like, why hasn't he made it since?" It's like, all right, how many challenges do you think he's played in since? I don't know. Mm. Like, challenges are a time commitment. You know, that's mm-hmm. it's like five, six hours on a Saturday or a Sunday, and if you're not in the right time zone gotta do mental gymnastics with your sleep which me and you were used to already um because of our jobs but but the thing is you know like don't dismiss that stuff as much like if we had think about it this way how many people you think go to a tournament and play isn't work tied like how many people you think register for like maybe a 200 person tournament realistically 25 
25 to about 40 people. I'd say maybe even more. Really? Yeah. I, I, I'd say, well, maybe you're right. I was going to say 50, but that's one in four people playing Merktide. That's a lot. Because you, you like what happens is, and this is not besmirching if besmirching anyone that is this, but that you have a lot of people who net deck and they're like, mm -hmm. I'm just taking with the top deck, I don't even need to play it, it's yep. the top deck, it's gonna win, right? Then you get the other people like, I want to beat the top deck, so you know, that's what I pl play against, yep. And then there are people like other, you know, like I'm going to be the contrarian where I try to be against the top decks yes. then you have people like me who are uh, a master of their deck exactly or, or, i hate to i hate to call myself a master let me just call myself a elite specialist okay yes. yep. because i i don't I'm like me i'm too humble to call myself a master so i'm a, an elite specialist in my deck that looks at the disadvantages that i have in the game and try to make them my strengths yes exactly and and when you go to a tournament, you know, and you have 30, 40 people playing isn't Merc Tide, you're going to get a conversion rate where some of those 40 players are going to get in the top eight. Even mm -hmm. if, even if I would argue, obviously, you know, some of those Merc Tide players are going to be people like, Merc Tide's the best deck, I just want to play it, and they're not very good with it. But then you're going to have mm -hmm. other people who have done a thousand games and are very good with the deck and really enjoy the deck. And those are going to be the harder Merc Tide opponents. The other ones will be easier. But if you had 40 people or 25 or 30 people playing Azoria Spirits at every single event, just like Merktide, I believe we would see Azoria Spirits in top eight often. No, I'd agree there. But, I 100% agree. But, I guarantee, like, out of 200 people, you may have five. If that. Just playing Spirits. It doesn't yep. matter what brand of Spirits. Yep. Spirits. And, and like I said, there's reasons for that. Most Spirits players are playing Pioneer because it's easier to do well. And Pioneer, and I hope they're but, listening to the show. They better. And be I hope they are too. But but that doesn't mean. Yeah, probably not. Probably like, oh, it's a modern episode. Hey, hey, one. hey, there. It doesn't matter for me. No, but but that's what I want to do. I want to get the pioneer players who are looking at the deck that are new to the game, who say, "Hey, modern looks cool. It doesn't cost me much to upgrade. Let me try that." Because right. what's going to happen down the line, I believe, and it's just my personal belief, but like mm -hmm. I was bummed out we didn't get any good spirits in Innistrad. But if Watsy printed a pioneer challenger deck for azoria spirits that means they consider spirits to be a mainstay or a like default for that format which means they want spirits to exist in pioneer obviously right mm -hmm. why would if they, they not want... try to print something for it exactly and if they want spirits to exist in pioneer and they want the format to continue to grow. And as it evolves, new cards are going to come out. Cards are going to get more powerful, which means Spirits has to get new tools to keep up. And WotC will, in my opinion, print those tools for Spirits to keep up in Pioneer. Well, because you, they I, want that to happen. And the question I, I, becomes... Okay. Um, yeah, sorry, you go ahead. I'm no, 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 no go ahead, because you're, you're, you're making us out the point. Yeah, so the final point is like... When we get those new spirits eventually, it's going to come down to this. Are they in like a Pioneer Horizon type of set where like they're only legal in Pioneer and you can't play them in Modern? That would be very unfortunate. Mm -hmm. um, but or is it like, well, Pioneer is not Modern, so all Pioneer Horizon cards can be played in Modern or or they just release them through standard sets. And either way, all it takes, like and I believe this, if you printed another Mausoleum Wander, this is simple. Peekaboo aside, Peekaboo sounds great. No, I would Peekaboo, love Peekaboo no, too. Peekaboo's a moral imperative, <laughs> damn it. Watsy. Peekaboo. 
What was he again? Enter the battlefield, look at opponent's hand on man out. So one one. I, I I changed. It could even be legendary. I'm okay with it being legendary oh, wow. now. Wow. A one 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 blue flying spirit. One one blue flying spirit. And when it enters the battlefield, you can look at opponent's hand. Okay, but you get to draw a card. So it is. Um. So it's blue then, not white. Blue. Okay. Blue. That actually it makes it even be better. Hybrid, white or blue. I'm okay with that. Which is blue. Making it blue makes it even better because Spirits has a much easier time casting a blue spell turn one than a white one. Mm-hmm. But Cavern helps with that too. I mean that. Yeah, peekaboo, or you know, I just I, want to peek. All I want. I have. I've always been the type of person I want to see what's in my opponent's hand. Mm-hmm. If I have to worry, let me worry. <laughs> let me have that forethought, <laughs> that foresight. That would be nice. You know, it, it, the card draw would be really nice, too, because, like, you look at Pontian, you're like, all right, they have Fury. I, I can play around. I just drew a selfless. Exactly. It's like, yeah, that would be real cool, especially yeah, for one card. mana. Especially for one mana. Um, But even even if they print a Wander, like another Muslim Wander, let's say mm-hmm. his name is, like, Cemetery Wander or Graveyard Wander. It's basically, like, Hedron Crab and Ruin Crab, exactly same thing. Exact same text as Wander, except it says, tar- like, instead of target opponent controls, it's, like, each opponent. It's just, like, the stupid doesn't target thing or something like that. And if they- yeah, if they did that, I am convinced Spirits would be Tier 1 because Wander is that powerful of a magic card that if you're playing, like, you would have games where you'd be, like, Wander, different Wander, Wander, all right, Phantom, all right, Wander, Wander. Like, it, just, it would just be absurd, well, the strength I- of that. I know you're on time constraints, but this is I mean, this is another hot take, and you don't have to hit the button. Don't no, have to. go ahead. Go ahead. This is my hot take right now in modern. In the spirits deck, Mausoleum Wanderer is the best spirit in the deck. I would say that's a cold take. That's true. It's always been true. I, 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 I just, <laughs> you know, I would have disagreed with you a year ago. Interesting. I would have disagreed with you 100% a year ago. I would have told you Rattle Chains is the ah, best spirit in the deck. Eh, interesting, interesting. Yeah, you could be because right. Because the fact that you, you come, you know, all your spirits come with flash and you get yeah. to protect a creature. And the fact that it's a 2-1 so that you can smash 10 turns and win. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Rattle Chains to me was the best deck last year. This year, Muslim Wanderer, hands down, is the best card in spirit in modern in modern spirits. It's certainly a, a beating for Cascade decks. I'll say that much. Mm-hmm. And um, people just uh, people kind of underrate how innocuous Wanderer is. You know, when you play Akira and you have Wander out, it's like oh, Jesus. Now, now you gotta like kill the Akira twice, but make sure you have enough to pay the Wander attacks. Like, like I had a game. Ross Mason isn't Mark Tide. Give me an idea how these games go. And I'll kind of end on. On, on this note okay there's games where like <sighs> granted this was kind of a nut draw but it's like vile you got wander you got rattle change you got kira and my board state by like turn three was just like or turn four it was like Draskal captain kira burns and forge tender wander self oh. spirit shackle guys it's just like how are you how are you gonna beat this you don't like you don't yeah like i'd be like that that, that meme that fat guy that flips the table that would sure. be me. Yeah, and and to kind of wrap up, and this is something I really wanted to share, and I kind of kept forgetting, but 
There's a good match you can watch. Do you know Corey Bomeister? Are you familiar with yes, him? Yes, I, I know. I met him in uh, SEG Philly. I, I'm supposed. I my goal is to have him on the show. He said he might be able to come on the show. That's awesome. I'm saying it's a hundred percent, but I'm trying to get him on. Sure. Yeah. No. He's a. Uh, I've never met him in person, but I've watched nice some guy. of his verses live. Very nice guy. Um, one of the nicest players. Um, like I said, I've never met him personally, but just based on his personality, his attitude. Um, my brother had showed me a match where he was playing Grixis Shadow, um, you know, with Dress Down, with EE, with um, Ledger Shredder, and Ragavan, all those cards. He leads with like a, I don't know, he plays like a land, and he's got like a Fatal Push, and he's like, the opponent plays like a Shocked Land, it's like a blue-white, and he's like, oh, I really hope this isn't Azorius Control, like, this can be tough if they have like a Chalice and Solitude, and the person plays a Wander, and he's just like, oh, okay, that's not bad. Proceeds to lose O2 and get destroyed. And 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 I'm not and I'm not knocking on Corey. You know, I'm not knocking on Corey because he played very well. He made a couple of tiny mistakes. And he said, you know, like one of his mistakes, I'll give an example, was like he used his spells main phase one, which caused his DRC to get delirium, which let it attack. Right. But that was bad because since DRC attacked, the spirits player now can attack without being blocked. Mm-hmm. And because of that one mistake, playing your spell main phase one and not main phase two, he lost the match for spirits. Mm. And and I bring that up because and then game two they proceeded to do something like really stupid. It was like the spirits player was like wander, shovel guys, drag skull, drag skull, apparition cure. And I was like, yeah, okay, spirits player's got like everything. <laughs> um and he gets to this point in the game where he's like, All right, they've got like a cure and two drag skulls. I need a EE, it's my only out. If I can draw engineer explosive, I can put on three and have a chance to maybe come back. Right. And then they play selfless spirit. And he's like, yep, well, I guess I'm dead then. (laughs) (laughs) See, people undervalue. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're hearing this, this is the truth about spirits. People undervalue the spirits. Oh, and 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 you know what? And you know something funny about that. That's one of their biggest strengths in modern because people don't undervalue them in pioneer. People know spirits is good in pioneer and because people don't respect spirits in modern and aren't ready for it, it gives it an edge. People aren't prepared, you know. I was, exactly. And and I want to drill this point one more time because Corey Bollmeister, and you know this, is one of the best players in the world. Yeah, he's solid, solid like, hands down. Legitimately, like, like, like he's won big tournaments. He's very good player. Do do I think I could beat him? Yes. <clears throat> At a, how many times? Exactly. It would be tough. I could say that and. I would, hey Corey, I want to bring you on the show. Let's try it. You know, I've had I've had <laughs> games where yeah, it's funny because, and again, like people not being familiar with Spirits, I go to my LGS or I'm on my way to, um, like I'm I'm on a, a league or something, and then people will be like, oh, like all your deck flies, like that's really annoying. Like it's called the it's a bad matchup for me. Like I haven't faced this deck in years. Like no one plays this anymore. Like you, you get this salt, you know, like. It's called evasion. Get over it. <laughs> yeah. If it wasn't if it wasn't for spirits, you would have to probably face angels, which is just another deck. Oh that god, don't is get me completely <laughs> undervalued. That's under that nobody knows anything about. And hands down, I've played it. I actually built it for my wife. I hate you know that what, deck. You know what I'm gonna say it. to that? I hate it. You, I hate you, it. you said you said nobody knows about it, nobody plays it. Keep it that way. Make sure your wife's the only one who does it because exactly. I don't want to face angels. Because Giada, oof. <laughs> that's yeah. what we need. That's what spirit needs. Give me a Giada. Ooh, yeah, like a 
like a ramp spot like that, that would be neat. Give me a Giada where I, I can use it to tap. It, it's a mana dork, and my creatures get plus one, plus one. That would be amazing. Bingo! The thing with spirits is tough. a happy camper. You know, like, a lot of times I want to say, like, just print another really good spirit or, like, make spirits better and stuff, but spirits is a deck that, like, you actually do need to be more careful with than you think. It could actually easily become tier zero and take over the game, and I, I <laughs> well, it's because everything flies very hard to interact with, and if spirits gets to a point where they start to play things that are like counter target, let's say we get like a two mana flash spirits, like counter target spell with mana value over four, it's just like, uh oh, okay. how like Titan now, elementals and Tron don't stand a chance. <laughs> okay, now you have to make now I have to redo Pikachu again. Thanks. Now I gotta, re- okay, a one one, I'll say one blue. One one spirit flash, no flying. Look at the opponent's hand, draw a card. Interesting. Now, so you had to take away the flying. Thanks. Appreciate it. I need my flying. I need <laughs> my flying too. But, but I, look, it's on the ground. I get to look at the opponent's hand and draw a card. Mm-hmm. And it's I, a one one creature on the ground. Yeah. Oh, and, and then I can essence flux it. Just saying. And then draw another card. Yeah, that would go well in your essence flex deck. That's a valid point. You'd be you'd ephemerate it, get a plus one plus one counter. Well, no, mm-hmm. I ephemerate, but yeah, essence flux. I'm just so saying. yeah, and and overall, yeah, overall, like I believe we'll get more spirits in the future. I think it's I think Watsy's on it. Was trash. What I what I just hope doesn't happen is that it's not like a Pioneer Horizon set where the cards aren't legal and modern. Or and this could also happen. Watsy could be like, man, trial decks are struggling since Modern Horizons. Everyone's complaining. Why don't we print like a better Aether Vial or a more humans? We're, let's print some really busted humans and spirits and goblins. But then what could happen is we could go into a modern meta where it's like all tribal decks. And I, I mean, I'd be happy, but a lot of people wouldn't be. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. You know, so we'll have to see what happens over time. But spirit still has legs. It's strong. Whether you play it in Pioneer or Modern, you just, just need to play some well. It just needs some love. Yeah. You need some cuddle time. That's what it needs. Mm-hmm. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it from the one, the only, the gentleman who we call Dr. Katz. Dr. Katz, let him where he can reach you. Yep. So as you said before, Dr. Katz11 and um, Twitter. Yeah, sorry. Name escaped me for a second. <laughs> I guess I'm tired, too. <laughs> He I forgot say, his own Twitter. I was, like, was going to say, wait, Twitch is Discord? No, and Twitter. <laughs> and and um, you can find me on Twitch and Dr. Cats 11, but on Twitch it's Roman numeral 11. And then Jupiter Games is my local game star choice. And he's also one of four for the <laughs> moderators in the Spirit Discord. Yes, group. Dr. Cats 11 there too. Yep. Okay. And then do me a favor. Go go find him. Play, play him. One on one with spirits versus spirits over at Jupiter Games, he'd probably definitely appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know if I want to hate the mirror match, but I'll do it for you. <laughs> there you go. Now, so, Doctor Cast, thank you for having me on. Let me just yeah. tell you, hands down, I got to do this because we haven't done it, you know, during the show. But I'm asking, please, kindly, everybody, everybody, please visit MTG Ectoplasm dot com to get your uh, MTG Ectoplasm merch. Uh, we're selling the t-shirts every color every size men and women you get the mtg ectoplasm shirt 
for this show. Then you got the IRL, which is the live show that I do with my friend once in a while, New Dan. And then gameplay, which I do here and there. And then you got this wonderful coffee mug. And don't worry, Boo Crew, the Boo Crew shirt is coming out and the Boo Sheet shirt is coming out. So guess what? You'll have everything all the, all for you for spirits. So you can take it to your RCG, you know, RCQ, or if you want to play uh, FNM or hell, well, you're just playing regular uh, MTGO or Arena right here. MTG Plaza merch because it helps support the show. So, Dr. Katz, let me ask you one last time. Anything else before we end the show? No, I think we'll wrap it up there. But um, I know you, you've asked us in the past one thing we and you could do, me and you could do, but I think you've done a few of them is the modern like matchup episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's content that definitely I'm looking to get into. Whether me and you do it together, whether yeah, I not a you know, go over it on YouTube or a stream. We can do that on the back end. That's not a problem. We can handle that. But you gave me an idea for an episode. So uh, D-Star, if you're listening to the show, if you're watching it, I need you to reach out to me. You were going to come on and talk about where you been, where you have, you know, I know Sweden, my friend, you have the, the Swedish swimsuit model team out there and the great <laughs> hockey team. I, I understand why you may be a little busy and not playing spirits, but... Uh, <laughs> like to have you back on absolutely so thank the dr cat for giving me that idea to talk to d star perfect all right well, so thank you. now next time ladies and gentlemen the next time you're kicking your opponent's ass make sure they say that's boo sheet <laughs>